0: folks we jump right into talking about our bible study in this episode there's a lot of laughter i don't know if you want to turn it up or turn it down but we are definitely unconventional in how we have conducted our bible study we had been doing it weekly we took a little pause, but we are going to be starting it back up again. And so we are very excited to share this episode with you. You will hear about the origins of our faith journey as adults, and um, we hope that it inspires you to be a little different, to be okay with being different. Um, We're all individuals, and so you have our permission to be a little different. Enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. So, Les, why did it take us years <laughs> to read through the Bible? Why? How many years First of all, it?
1: that really was about 12, probably about 12 years it no. took to get through the Bible. No.
0: No. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Yes. Listen, I
0: don't have any shame about it because we went in with... Wonderful intentions and An open heart, open hearts, and we were not interested in rushing. But our Bible study adventure was it is, crazy.
1: It's, it still goes. It's, it's, it's still, still going. Great. It's That's still crazy. True.
0: We finished, so we'll start again. But I'm just saying that it started out with how many of us started. I think that we our weekly Saturday
1: morning Bible study, right. Started with six people,
0: six people, and it ended with three. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, it started with six, but then we added people along the way. And then, and then they kind <laughs> of <More laughs> <than we added. laughs> either dropped off or got kicked off the boat, voted off, <laughs> voted off the island we or they couldn't not- take the heat.
1: We, I mean some people as are Christians ju- did not kick anyone off the I'm boat. Just saying, they may we- have tried to walk on water <laughs> and it
0: failed them. Listen, we are just not for <laughs> and everybody. They just didn't
1: make it back.
0: We're not for everybody. That's the whole thing
1: and well, and what? And sadly, we're just not for every Christian. We're not- <laughs> that is so true. Anyway, so let's, let's go back a little bit, because people are like, what are they talking about? So just to describe it a little bit, and again, with our full hearts and full intentions, um, we, in our faith journeys, a group of us, as we um, identify as Christians, we said, let's form a Bible study group so that we can actually go through the Bible, and the intention was to read the Bible word word by word, which we did. Uh, as I said, it it turned out that it literally took us twelve <laughs> years to read every single word of that book. And oh, I guess we can get into a little bit about why and some of the. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Why some people do that. Why it took so long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the reason why it took so long fundamentally is that when it got to the core, the three of us that continued, we decided that we were going to move with, with a, without speed being a, a goal. We wanted to infuse what we read into our lives. You know, we, meandered a whole lot and, you know, talked about just because Christ and our faith, we, we, we live it, you know what I mean? And so if we were reading scripture and it triggered a memory or it connected one of us to something that is going on either politically or just in our community or in our friendship or whatever, we just went to that. And yeah. I love that about yeah. How we started. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. Such, right. so kind of prescriptive and we got to do it that way. I mean, we've been, th- we had been through that in the 12 years. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. We kind of started, started it in a very kind of, okay, one person is going to take the lead. We're going to all have to read, you know, this, the, these chapter and verse and, and come back and be prepared and all of that. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, when it kind of boiled down to the three of us, we decided that we were going to do it in a way that made sense to us, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I don't feel any shame that it took us 12 years, do you?
1: No, but it it did make for a (laughs) lot of
0: jokes. (laughs) I stopped telling people. I stopped telling people.
1: It made for a lot of jokes because all the children around (laughs) us, when we started as they were infants, (laughs) and then they would grow up and start... Going from grammar school to middle school.
0: To college. So, yes. And then and, graduated college. And, and, and
1: one of us would say, well, you know, she's about to graduate college now. And she started out, she was in the fifth grade. <laughs>
0: That's when it hit home.
1: It did. And it it hit home quite a few weeks. So the way that we structured our Bible study um, is that we would meet every Saturday morning from about 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And Mm -hmm. we really stuck with that a long time and we were devoted. But as you said, Ange, it was we decided that we really we didn't want to get ahead of God. We wanted it to be God led. Right, right. So as we opened in prayer every session, we did ask for his intercession Mm -hmm. and for him to lead us in a way that we felt was more uh, organic than prescribed. Right. And as you said, many of the readings would take us in different directions so that we would have discussions about our lives or things that it reminded us of or... Mm -hmm our historical memories of the church and things like that. Right. So many of both you and would often break out into song or into (laughs) hymns. You know, like old Jamaican songs. Exactly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But But something uh
1: it was I felt it was always spirit led. Yeah. Now those other members who have come and gone over the years, they really didn't Tolerate well our style of study. Right, right. And much like any group, you know, when a bunch of different people come together, especially when you're speaking, dealing with a religion or talking about faith. People have different ways of interpreting things. Mm-hmm. And not only that, wherever, as you can imagine, wherever you go, you bring yourself with you. Yeah, so yeah. whatever preconceived ideas or difficulties or interpersonal differences mm-hmm. were also present in our Saturday morning oh, Bible my studies. my gosh. Let
0: me tell you. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, oh, my gosh. It's so incredible. Uh, it's not even funny the, the things that came bible up bible study slugfest <laughs> It's like, why did you say that when I said it, but you didn't say that when she said it? Or and then it always like, talking what? back to, well, you would we? always agree with Angie. Yeah, so, back you know. to that, back to that. People <laughs> thinking that we are like, you know, we don't have minds of our own. That right. if if Leslie says something, I'm only agreeing because it's Leslie. That's some. And bull. it's like, for God's
1: sakes, can we get back to Deuteronomy? <laughs> We got a lot more pages to finish.
0: (laughs) And you know me, I was tired. Like, look, there's certain things that are triggers to me when I feel like someone is bullying me. You know, I'm like, uh uh, we ain't going there. Remember, someone started calling me (laughs) cantankerous. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. whatever,
0: whatever. I love the fact
1: that we can laugh about this. You know about, about I really like that we can laugh about it. However, it it is rooted in true faith and yeah. devotion. You know, yeah,
0: absolutely. And um,
1: I still feel that when two or more are gathered in His mm-hmm. name, you know, mm-hmm. He's here with us. And I've absolutely. always felt that over the ten, twelve years, however long it took us to get through the Bible, yeah, verse by verse and word by word, right? Um, you know, He was always leading us.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a couple of things I want to say. One thing that I really loved about, you know, the three, the three women left standing is that our faith traditions were so different, right? I mean, I was raised Catholic and it was, for me, it was, yeah, I went to Catholic school and, but I think my parents, I would say, were more pragmatist than, than religious. And in Jamaica church was the center especially in the rural parts of jamaica church was the the kind of central and core part of the community and so to be a part of the church and to do church activities and things like that it you know there there was the religiosity of it but there was also the community of it right and so i did grow up in the Catholic faith, but I never felt like it was something heavy that my parents insisted that I that I do right. And kind of the the good and bad of that is that the good part of that is that I didn't feel like I had to stay with a particular religion or you know I don't denomination know what the, or, the denomination yeah. thank you that's the word, I didn't feel like I had to stay with a particular denomination. The other part of that is that, you know, my my faith and kind of living a life that was centered around Christ was not really the way that I grew up. <laughs> I don't know if I ever to- told you this, but there was once when when I was living in Brooklyn, we we're, were in the home that my mom bought when we first moved to America and my bedroom was almost like a little closet, like a pass through between my parents' bedroom and my sister's bedroom, right? I'm the youngest. And so I get the little, I was just happy to have my own room. It didn't matter what size it was. And I love that room because I was always sketch things. I, was, I, I really was doing a lot of art at the time. And so all the cartoons that I drew were all up on the walls and it was just, it was just perfect <laughs> for me. And uh-huh, so remember, you never told me that. Oh my gosh. I remember Archie comics and things like that were all over the walls. Right, and and Mummy would come in every night, you know, to kneel and pray with me. She would sit on the bed, and I was would kneel, and she would tell me that I would pray about everything, like (laughs) everything. You did one day, and then one day, I prayed for I forget what was the um, politician who got (laughs) shot, and he became. (laughs) But he was a he was a segregationist. Yes, McGo- yeah. what was his name? McGovern, not Mc- McGovern. No, I forget his name. Yeah. <laughs> but he became paralyzed, and when I started praying for him, mommy was like, "Okay, that's it." That's it. <laughs> she was like, "Praying is over. That's it. Come on, go to your bed." <laughs> so done. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But but so kneeling and praying and praying quietly and praying in your head. Those were all traditions that I got from my Catholic upbringing. Yeah. And I remember that I started kind of seeking out more when I was I think I was pregnant with. (laughs) It might have been a little before that. No, I was pregnant with and I was just feeling really drawn to becoming more more God-centered in my life. I, I I can't even remember what was kind of leading me to that. And I remember that I I reached out to, to, and you know I was like I don't I don't know because at that time I'd gotten my first tattoo. I was like Christians <laughs> aren't like, supposed to. Have I'm t-. a heathen now. <laughs> I'm like,
1: I have gone <laughs> in the
0: opposite direction. <laughs> and I think actually started laughing at me. <laughs> I think she started laughing at me. And so that's something that I remember early on when I was really seeking more for myself. It wasn't something, you know, that my parents at that at that time I was I was early in in my marriage. I hadn't had children yet. Yeah, it was before I had and then yeah, some other stuff which we'll talk about happened that made me really like lean in like God Without you, I take the wheel. (laughs) Please, Lord Jesus. Oh my gosh! Without you, I can do nothing, nothing, and I would be a damn fool to try to do it on my (laughs) own. That was at another point where where I got to to that stage. But Mm -hmm. what what was your? I know some of how you you know kind of your faith traditions, but how did you get to this? Right. So. For me, my
1: mother grew up Catholic. Also, oh, okay. So she, I don't think I ever knew that. Oh, she and Nana Ruby and Nana Lena. So no. all of those traditions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, my grandmother, was one of the original parishioners that opened like the famous church. I think it was Our Lady of Victory or whatever uh-huh. in in Brooklyn. But no way. So they grew up. Like, with what year was that roughly? Probably the 1950s. Wow, or 1940s and 50s. Right, you know. right. So, mom has always said, you know, she grew up Catholic and mm-hmm. saying reciting sacraments. I don't know Catholicism, so I right. may be saying the wrong thing. Right, um, praying the rosary and <laughs> yes, yeah, and going yeah, yeah. to Catholic school and getting right. hit by the
0: nuns and all of right. that. Oh, that oh my I gosh. do know. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, and that's um, that must be universal because we were getting <laughs> yeah ooh, what what is that you know it's with the ruler like, oh my gosh yeah, terrible yeah. hmm.
1: and tells me because he also grew up Catholic oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> you know he tells me how growing up in he would be at Catholic school so he was at St. Peter's. Mm -hmm. But in addition to being at the school, you had to be there, of course, every Sunday.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So if you didn't show up on Sundays, like you would get the beaten when you went (laughs) to school.
0: (laughs) For not (laughs) being in attendance. Wait, they were laying in wait. (laughs)
1: And I'm thinking like for a child, what type of traditions are these that have you growing up in fear and just making these associations, you know, with the the Lord and your faith journey and things like that. But anyway, so by time I was a child, you know, it was expected, especially my um, family being believers that Mm. we would go to church. But I think the earliest church that we went to with a um a Baptist church mm-hmm. with the traditional singing and things right. like that, and right. I remember Nana always giving us each like a quarter to put in the collection plate, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe another quarter to go to the corner store um mm-hmm. afterwards because the three of us would walk to the church on the corner by ourselves. Okay, you and, and um... me, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the three of us would go, and then we would sit through the service, and then stop at the little candy store and come right. back home for our breakfast. Right. So that was a really nice Sunday tradition cuz we right. were at our grandmother's house, right, you know. Right. But my mom as I've mentioned before was a young mother, mm-hmm. you know, she was in her 20s as we were of that age. So mm-hmm. mom was of the age where she was examining her own faith journey. So mm-hmm. I grew up when she explored Islam, so we Mm -hmm. went to the mosque and sought out some of that teaching. Mm -hmm. But eventually, we um, circled back and continued in the Christian faith. And then it wasn't until I became an adult or at least a young adult until Mm -hmm. I decided that I wanted to explore more further for my own self. Yeah. My religion could be because I was a parent at the time and I wanted mm-hmm. to be more influential on him. Yeah. But, you know, that's how I came to Christianity and I identify now as a Pentecostal.
0: Right. Really? Yeah. I never knew you were Pentecostal.
1: Oh, yeah, I get the Holy Ghost and start I mm. I don't necessarily start mm. speaking in tongues, but I would be more I would say more Pentecostal than than anything.
0: I would I wouldn't I wouldn't I guess because how could
1: you not know that?
0: Well, well let me about? let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because sorry, the accent is gonna come yeah, out I because hear when it. I'm talking <laughs> about Jamaica. Because in Jamaica when you hear Pentecostal, right? We used to call those people like that's Clapan Church. Right. And, you know, it's just a a lot of spirit filled and so on. So there's certain there's certain people when you're Pentecostal, you wear long clothes, no makeup. You're very modest in how you live your life inside and out of church. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Oh, that's me.
1: You know what? I'm not even going to say that because I don't want the Lord to come strike me. I don't want to like fall off my chair as I'm
0: saying this. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll. Mm, I I need to examine that. But anyway, but so the that's, thing
1: is, honestly, what 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 I do believe is mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit actually does dwell in me. Oh yeah, of course, and you know, of course.
0: Who don't believe that? Who's a who's a Christian? Who don't believe Holy that? Ghost, Holy Spirit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm not challenging you on it. I'm just saying that's not sounded like a challenge in the framing in the framing that like, I bring to the word. That's not the les I know. The- <laughs> that, that heathen. That ain't the les I know. I would have said non-denominational. That's what I would have said. But I know that's more me than than you. But I wanted to say but something. But it also really quick. It,
1: it also informs where I worship, right? So yeah, I that's could true. be. Right. I'm open to many different denominations, mm-hmm. but the churches that I feel most comfortable in is right. where people are speaking in tongues, or right, you know, right. they catch the Holy Spirit in the right, aisle, right, and you have right. gotta start fanning them, and right. they're passing oh. out, calling for doctors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> And I just put my head down and like I don't <laughs> see nothing. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. <laughs> I'm not Roll here for around. that. <laughs> Roll oh around. around. You be know, all right. that has happened more than once or twice, actually.
0: Well, when we immigrated from Jamaica, so did you know you, of course, I think you would know this, you emigrate from and you immigrate to. Did you know that? So you I emigrate did. from Jamaica and you immigrate to America. So it's I the M that. and yep. the M. E-M-I-M. Anyway, yep. so I'm always... And
1: that's how you become an illegal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, di- With, but I digress. You, wait, if you emigrate, um, <laughs> if you emigrate to is how you become an illegal. Okay, got it. <laughs> but when we came to America, I remember Mummy was always... She... We would, like, go to different churches. We would go to different churches, and I, I remember we would always wear dresses for a while, but then it was so cold because we came December of 1970, right? So we came up in the cold. I don't know. It seemed like it was much colder than <laughs> in in the city. <laughs> right. It just right, seemed right, like right. my yeah. face was going to freeze off and so We we I remember the first pair of slacks that you were allowed allowed to wear to church. Wear to church. It was a plaid. It was like a fuchsia and green, and you couldn't tell me nothing. It had like (laughs) a bell
1: foot. Wait, wait, wait. Fuchsia and green. You must have looked like the Joker. Let me tell you. Let me tell you.
0: Did you look like the Joker, Leslie? You couldn't tell me (laughs) nothing. I knew I was so fly. Walking down the street, it had a cuff on it. You could tell me nothing at all. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And in the 70s, Bellfoot pants,
1: yeah, you know, it, it feeling. Probably made of polyester. I can imagine. Absolutely I can, made yeah, of polyester. Yeah. yeah. The,
0: the fact that it was itching. It, it would swish it, while you walked. It, it would yeah. Sw- no, that's gabardine. That's not <laughs> Or that thick whale corduroy. right?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's it was, was such probably wool.
0: So, I don't know if you are laughing because I said bell foot pants instead of bell bottoms. That is just how we say it in Jamaica. And so... <laughs> um so we are having to end this episode here we spoke on this for over an hour but we do want to be respectful of your listening time and so we try to keep our podcast at about 30 minutes but know that there is going to be a part two thank you so much for listening we appreciate your support Please leave us a review and tell all your friends about Black Boomer Besties from Brooklyn.